Yo, this is Missing Link on the radio. Love the beat radio, to be quite frank. And if you're listening later on Spotify, iTunes, or Mixcloud, welcome. This is my show. And boy, do I have one for you today. Today I'm bringing in Simak. Now, he's a guy that I met uh, at a lovely little bar called Dapper Sandwich Company. Um, and he's got great taste in music. Uh, really good taste in music, in fact. And um, we're very similar. We, we like our funky house. We like our disco. Uh, we like our world music, like Afro. Um, and so he's going to be joining us after seven. So what I'm going to do is forget the uh, usual usual uh, schedule. I'm going to play his mini mix first. It's 50 minutes. Awesome stuff. Stuff you've never heard of before. Most of it isn't even quantized because it came ripped right off of vinyl. It's magic. I'm going to play this for you right now. Let, let me educate you on Simac. This is fantastic. Believe me, believe me.
funny thing about this mix is that I took my decks over to Simak's place and we smashed out some tunes in his living room and he made this mix for me. So we've been sitting on this for a little while and now you get to hear the final product. It's fantastic. Some of these tunes I've never heard of before. It's, uh, yeah, it's, listen to that, fantastic. All right, I'll shut up, I promise.
Thank you.
What a fantastic mix. Honestly, when I first did it, I'd never heard any of those tunes. And for me, that's a big thing because I'm all about finding brand new music. So for him to bring some stuff that I'd never heard of, like ever, or anything like it before, that was awesome. So we've got four minutes until the ads. So I'm going to throw on this tune, Boogie Monster by Mudena. Awesome tune, awesome tune. Enjoy this.
Welcome back. You're here with Missing Link, and shortly we'll be joined by Simak. Looking forward to it. While we wait, I'm going to play something really cool. Something that was uh, requested to me. And this is Opus, the Fortet remix by Eric Pride. Check this out. This is an awesome track. Ten minutes.
So we're here finally with the main man Simak. Nice to see you. Hello, thank you for being patient. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you made it here finally. Managed to uh, drag you off the streets of London just to get you in here. <laughs> yeah, and the streets of Northampton as well. It's been, uh, been a long day, but it's worth to be here. Definitely. So I was saying earlier, just a little bit over your mix. I didn't talk over your mix that much, if at all. It was just a little bit about how I was saying how you actually made the mix and how like I came over to your place with the decks and we sat there for hours just hammering out that mix for ages. And the frustrating thing was as well, that was, I think, what, the second or third take we did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about 45, 50 minutes long. So it was a long, it was a long process. And I wasn't happy with that one initially. I think we must have done that by about three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, mate. And then we spent about six more hours just like trying to get it right. And I'd get the mix wrong on the last mix every single time. So I was just like, let's try another day. And then uh, when I listened back to it that night, I was like, oh, this, this is quite raw. There's a few mistakes, but I like it. I, I quite yeah, like it. I mean, to be honest, you're mixing like un unquantized stuff. Like that's hard to do. You know, that's like mixing vinyl and that's not easy. So, and it does have that raw, it does have that raw sound. And, uh, and that's what I really like. And you've got that kind of different sound. You've got the world sound, the disco in there. You've got that like old school house sound in there. So you've got a real variety and, you know, especially to see some music that I've never heard of before. I mean, that, that's just awesome because that's what makes you different. That's what makes you unique as opposed to, you know, any, any SoundCloud uh, DJ with a pair of decks. Well, so, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. You had a good day? It's been good. It's been yeah. long, uh, very sweaty. Um, people like to take their time in the evening on the tubes, don't they? Uh-huh, that's they right. They don't like to rush. It's no. the first time I've actually rushed in London. Usually I'm the one taking my time, <laughs> taking everything, and I'm like, get out of my way! I need to be somewhere! <laughs> For the first time in my life. But um, yeah, no, it's cool. And I walked yeah. back in and out of Forest Hill Station about four times trying to find this place. But yeah, it's, it's super easy to find. I'll find super it next time. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk about your um, inspirations into DJing because you were not always into electronic music in particular. No, I, I got into um, music at a young age, probably into guitar bands. Right. Um, probably you could call it like indie rock bands if you, if you want. Right, right, right. Quotation marks. Um, yeah, so I only really got into like dance music, electronic music, disco, probably about two years ago, probably. Oh, really? It just stemmed from like, um, we were throwing house parties with like, um, with our mates back in Northampton. Yeah. And um, it was around the same sort of time that we were going to different festivals. So we went to Halton Festival in 2017 and that, seeing like Nicholas Jarre play live, seeing Midland play like a four or five hour set, like it was just Sweet. absolutely incredible. Sweet. Really opened my mind up to, it changed my perception of, of dance music. I, I really had in my mind what house was, and it was the sort of stuff I heard on Radio and Extra, or yeah, um, you know, just in clubs. And I wasn't a fan, and it really didn't, you know, bother me at all. Uh -huh. Going to these festivals and seeing like the different uh, different artists playing their stuff and hearing music I'd never heard before, music you don't yeah. hear on, yeah, on yeah, radio, yeah, yeah. radio stations, just really inspired me. I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into this. Absolutely. You know, the, big, the biggest attraction for me was that it, there was like a serious underground scene that was huge. Like it's not, it's not really underground. When you talk about like, if you talk about defected records, right? Mm. They have 20 million listeners weekly on their podcast. Mm -hmm. 
That's and that's classes underground music. It's mad, isn't it? It's crazy. And that's like club music and we're more like kind of funky stuff. I go a little bit more clubby than you. Mm. you you're very like very disco, very well, very cool. Um, so yeah, and, and the real appeal for me was that it was so different. And it was definitely so different to like dance music, which is based off house music, but it's more commercial. Mm. And I love the fact that the, there was like a big market for that. And, you know, I could actually enjoy it and other people could enjoy it when I played it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think yeah. my sound probably probably stemmed from where I was playing. So when I first started playing a bit, playing out a bit more regularly, I was playing in uh, in the cafe strip bar that I work in every Friday, Saturday night. And All right. I was having to play to like different crowds every night. So one night, say a Friday night, I'd be playing yeah. for four hours to to people just enjoying cocktails. So you don't really want that heavy, you don't really want that heavy bass. You want no, heavy no, beat. no. You just want something nice yeah, and chill in the nice background. Nice and chilled out, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's when I really got into, started getting into disco. Um, it's really nice background music. Um, yeah. People can get, get into it and you, you pick it up as the night goes on. Absolutely. Um, and I think one of the things that really got me into um, kind of a varied varied um, style of, of music was like having to play very different uh, events. Like I had to do hen parties, I had to do <laughs> like baby showers, yes. weddings. Yes. And you know, that's how you really learn to read the crowd and play not just what you want to play, but you know, what people want. And Absolutely. The biggest thing for me was when I learned how to DJ other genres, it made my house music DJing like way better. Oh, 100%. 100%. So like, you know, DJing house music or drum and bass, which is like very kind of same, same old. It's just matching up hi-hats, snares and a kick drum. But when you're doing like R&B or like reggae or commercial tunes, and you're jumping all over the place uh, and like constantly testing yourself it makes you like a far better dj when you go back to the really simple house music mm. and you get way better mixes and it shows and when you do that one mix it just sounds it just sounds beautiful uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean i know what you mean well I, yeah. I got that feeling the other day when i was uh, well a couple of months back now. yeah so i kind of embarrassed myself one of my first club gigs so away from away from where i was like comfortable playing a club gig to quite a few people it's the first yeah. time i'd done it and i was going back to back with this resident dj and he was playing off a controller i was playing off of cdjs and his tracks weren't um analyzed they had no bpm wow and i was like oh my god how do i mix without looking at the bpm i was like jesus well, i actually have to use my ears now yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 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 i hadn't used the sync button for years luckily but just actually having to use my ears so i locked myself that was really like big wake-up call i locked myself in my work for six seven eight hours a week um for weeks on end just not looking at the bpm just learning how to mix my ear and it, it just literally opens up like so much more music that you can play oh, yeah. and so much more stuff you can do and you really have a respect for the people that do it at the top of the level like oh the top yeah of the game like it's so hard uh, but getting there yeah you get a new love for it definitely absolutely absolutely i have like huge respect for you know some of the real like and i hate to work use the word like veteran but you final know? djs but it's not just that just like people that have been DJing for ages and they're still really good mm. and they haven't like cashed out yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know they, they, they haven't you know sold out and become mainstream you know you've got people like Carl Cox and they've just been just a perpetual legend mm. for ages now and he's still amazing I, I love that kind of stuff I think it's brilliant and he's a fantastic DJ and he'll do like a 10 hour set 
and he doesn't even care. I saw, yeah, I saw um, a documentary with him the other day. It was about space. And um, I think his last night at space, and it, it touched on like his 10 hour sets that he was doing, it's just ridiculous. Nuts, right? Yeah, nuts. He has like one toilet break, three beers, slice of pizza, and it's good. What? Yeah, that's, that's what gets him through. Like, I'm the definition of a human toothpick, right? And that's not even enough for me. Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skinny dude, man. I don't take much food to, to you know, yeah. to live. And for Carl Cox, who is oh, I get you. I get where you're going. Who is yeah. uh, a little bit bigger than me? He needs his know, calories. Yeah, probably. You know, one slice of pizza is um, not a lot of food for no one. And that guy sweats as well. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Sweating beer. Sweating <laughs> yeah, beer. Probably. probably. He's got alcoholic sweat. <laughs> so, I want to play uh one of the songs that inspires you into house music yeah, i think yeah i think you said it was was it surrender uh surrender by go johnson and shan yeah. yeah was that was that into house music or disco that was into disco mainly disco. so that was that was released on um i think last year or the year before on uh, one of midland's labels yeah uh, regraded i believe it is that's right that's um, right yeah 2017 in uh, july Okay, I don't yeah. know the month, but <laughs> I have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I heard that track, I was like, "Oh my god!" The like the record label. I've, oh, I still can't get it on record. I've been looking at ages to get it on record. But um, when I first found that track, I played it in every single set, probably twice. People were getting sick of it, but I just it really, it really, you know, ch that was one of the tracks that really changed my opinion on on dance music, on house music. And, um, especially like I, I found that I was a massive Midland fan and I found that that uh, that track by chance and uh, when I looked into it because when I find something I like to get very involved with it and look into the background and oh yeah what label it's off and uh, who the artist and realized it was on a, on a, one of Midland's labels I was like oh my god this is perfect, perfect <laughs> and then yeah. that just yeah that just opened up a massive door for like new tunes that I found through that tune so that's great thank you for getting it today yeah well, we're going to play Surrender right now. Uh, I think it's a great tune. I listened to it earlier today and it just, yeah, it blew me away, man. I haven't listened to this for months. So really? Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I got sick of it in the end, but hopefully I'll fall in love with it again. Okay, well, I'll just quickly mix this tune in. So we'll see you in around six and a half minutes. See you in a bit. Peace.
Great track, Surrender by Gerd. Is it Gerd Janssen? Gerd, I've never known. I think it's Gerd Janssen. It might be, I think it's German guy. It might be Janssen. Janssen. I think Janssen, Jan- Janssen, Janssen sounds better. Janssen. Yeah. Janssen does sound cooler, doesn't it? Yeah, and Shan. I don't know who Shan is, but it seems like Me it. either. It's weird. You get these like no-name people that just come out with these crazy good tracks, and yeah. then they never make anything else again. It's like they just vanish. Well, I, need to, I need to look into Shan, actually. I feel like I've done it. I must have done it before. I must yeah. have looked in, but I'll, f- I'll find some stuff by him or her, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. So, have you got anything planned in the future? Like, what's going on? Uh, we've got that gig on Friday together, oh, yeah. actually. The back-to-back uh, gig uh, on Friday at, at the, the uh, yeah, University of Northampton, Waterside Campus. Very excited for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be too. a fun afternoon gig. Yeah, totally. Um, Friday night, I'm off. Saturday night, I'll just be back at, back at work. Um, so, I play Friday night, Saturday nights. Uh, if you're in Northampton, uh, Dapper Sandwich Co. on the Welly Road, uh, you catch me in there Friday and Saturday nights at seven till late. That's more. That's probably. I play a lot of stuff similar to my mix in there. It's a lot more chill. Um, mm. But when I play out in Northampton, I, I, I sometimes play at a club called Elysium. Um, I play there probably. I want to be playing there monthly, if not a little bit more. Um, that's that's late night. That's like I usually get there about three in the morning till about close. That's yes, six. they're they're yeah. my favourite ones. I, I can <laughs> you know, I can play some you know some good tunes. Some pretty meaty times. tracks, definitely. For me, it's just like uh, having the opportunity to just go on a big sound system. Oh, it's incredible! Yeah. It's just like when it's a huge sound system and it also like sounds really good as well. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. It's and there's awesome. a smoke machine as well in the booth. Is there a press, smoke machine? Press the button and you like smoke everyone. It's amazing. Oh, nah, I'd, I'd break it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep pressing. They let me bring my incense in as well. Which no is way. Fab. Yeah, yeah which is that's fab. sick. That's sick. Oh, I love the incense idea. That's great. I want to use it, but then I don't want to steal your idea. I think I probably stole it off Midland. Like I, I st- it's like I stole most of everything <laughs> I do from Midland usually. <laughs> probably. Well, um, if, you, if you steal from the best, there can't be too much hard, you know, there can't be too much wrong with that. Right? Exactly. He's yeah. a very inspirational guy. Have you ever caught the uh, Resident Advisor documentaries on, uh, on YouTube? Yeah, you told me about it. Behind the Beats. You told me about it and I did watch it. They, with the Midland one? Yeah. They are incredible. He's such a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's such a dude. I just want to give him a hug. Just I know. such a lovely guy. <laughs> he's, just so, he's such a dude. Gen- genuinely, he's such yeah. a dude. The Motor City um, drum ensemble one really opened up my eyes as well because mm-hmm. he really touches on the unglamorous side of touring because um, he suffered after about 10 years on the road he suffered really badly with depression anxiety really? he really, had to really, cut really. down he only plays four times a month now um, so he was touring probably playing four or five shows a night a night god that'd be not not Cole Cox is he no uh, he'd, be, he'd be playing probably four or five shows a week and he just got absolutely wow um, but you know this this documentary. If you have time to check it out, um, yeah, behind the beats, resident advisor has about five or six. Uh, they're absolutely amazing, like insights into like life on the road and touring DJs. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Honestly, I thought it was really, really good, really insightful. Um, and I think a lot of that, you know, since since Avicii, I know that. Um, like there's been a big wave actually through kind of electronic music. Cause I know I have a friend that's in 
that's learning how to do music kind of PR and all the legal side of it and it's complete like completely changed now that's been so much insurance and like well-being and so it's it I'm glad that it's changed but I'm also sad that it took it took that kind of like serious event mm. to do any like real change yeah definitely uh, you know but unfortunately I think that's the way the world goes sometimes it only seems to change when something really really bad happens yeah unfortunately yeah. so so you got um I know you want to talk about the uh, the festival what, what's that about yeah uh, so there was a festival I went to last year uh, anyone listening to this show um, you'd probably be into house disco afro music world music um, you know there was a festival I went to last year hadn't heard of it before I think it was only in its second or third year uh, it was in uh, Manabir in Wales it was called Westerville uh, in, oh in Wales in okay. Wales it okay. was a lovely setting really really nice it was about 20 minutes from the beach um, it was amazing music there was only probably about four or 500 people uh, it's oh, 50 so quid for the though. weekend 50 quid for the weekend 50 quid for the weekend I might pre-order a ticket now do it man do it not, man not the, gonna lie. the line at the line it's out um, <laughs> a week on Friday a week on Friday so 50 quid a ticket like that will be a huge festival one day. Like, if you if you can get it to it, just go. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy, amazing setting. Like, I'd love to play that festival. What, what time of year is it? So it was in September this year. Okay. Uh, but this year they've moved it. I actually got written down the date somewhere. I think no it's way. the 15th of July. Am I right? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let's check my post-it note. Okay. Oh, he's got the post-it note. He's mm. come prepared. Oh, no, 19th of July. I was Nin- wrong. Oh. Yeah, 19th to 22nd. This is um, so, <laughs> yeah, near the beach... God, I think I've done enough uh, enough shout outs to them now, but <laughs> enough it's shilling. amazing. I can't wait to go again. Can't wait to go again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, one of the, I really want to go to Defective Croatia again. You played there, didn't you? No, I, you no I didn't play at Defective Croatia. I played in Zadar and then I went to Defective Croatia uh, just okay. because I was there on the week. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I have no words. It's None. just incredible. Yeah, I've already like talked about it enough on the radio show anyways. <laughs> but like genuinely it was just so good. Yeah. It's like going on holiday and then seeing all your favorite DJs at the same time. Mm. So you got good people, good drinks, really hot beach and like awesome, like really good talented DJs and, and musicians. Oh, I imagine like picture that but in Wales. Yeah. Yeah, slightly colder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as many A-listers but no no and more sheep more sheep I, I, I did actually see sheep I think they had cows in that field as well yeah um, but oh, it's incredible they haven't got any sheep in Croatia I guarantee you that they're not no. no I didn't see that many I didn't see many it was unfortunate it'd be too hot for them wouldn't it? yeah yeah too much wool I think they yeah. have goats though they got goats oh they got goats yeah anyways music music that's why we're here yeah. that's right music is the winner Music is. I've always winner. wanted to say that. <laughs> Music is the winner. <laughs> Why did I just say that? I don't know. Carry on. Music is the winner. I, I like that. That's going to catch on. Yeah. You mind if I use that? I'm going to write that down. On I post don't it think note. I made it up. So yeah, I probably stole it from Midland. Oh, then, don't I? We'll give my grass to Midland because it's going in. It's going in somewhere. I'm going to try yeah. and make a jingle. Yeah. If I ever meet him, I will, I will let you know. Actually, <laughs> I did meet him. I met him about 7 a.m. in Hope Works in Sheffield. Really? Uh, at the end of his set. I was there. He told me to go to bed. Really? Yeah, he told yeah, you to go to bed? He said, it's too late now. Go to bed. <laughs> what a legend. Right then. So we've got just under 10 minutes left. Um, and I just want to talk to you about like, so what were your, 
other inspirations in music in general. So I know we talked about some of your inspirations into like house music and some of the more chilled out stuff and the world stuff, but you were into music massively beforehand. And did you have any like key artists that you really idolized before that? Hmm. Um, yeah, well, growing up, I was probably known for being the biggest Foles fan ever. Um, huge Foles fan, um, Oxford band, they're just coming back now. They've been around yeah. since like, 2007, 2006, wow. maybe, I don't know. Cool. Um, yeah, so massively into my guitar, you know, guitar bands. Um, God, I used to go to, I used to go to Birmingham, so Northampton's on the London to Birmingham line. If you've yeah, never yeah. been, check out uh-huh. Northampton. <laughs> so I used to, I used to go to Birmingham, like, with my mates probably three times a month to catch a gig. Yeah. Uh, we used to see bands like Wolf Alice, Peace. Um, bowls quite a lot um, and, and going and seeing live bands and, and live artists and being involved um, and being in the crowd like that was something I looked forward to all the time and it, it really like really opened my mind to more music beyond kind of like yeah just what you hear on the radio and, absolutely yeah, so I think from from that I've always kind of been into more uh, I don't want to say left field music because I feel like everyone was into those bands when I was that age but right. you know getting into dance music i feel like i'm in, into the equivalent of that in right dance music okay, that makes right, sense. Okay. it makes sense in my head yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no i, I understand what you mean I, I understand what you mean <laughs> you're not you're just not a huge fan of commercial music not really no, no. but I do love kylie that's one thing actually kylie minogue so i saw so i saw um more grab back to back then i sold to back to back high uh yeah hey hi not sure um rock city in nottingham last year and that set was incredible. One of the best sets I've ever seen. So Sweet. they were going back to back. Um, and Mulgrave being, and High as well being from Australia. Both of them. Um, it was a techno set, predominantly. Okay. Uh, Dennis Sutter was like too smashed to mix. He was giving like spirits out to the crowd. Like, oh, brilliant. He, he, he was, yeah, great. So I think they were mixing for My him. My favourite. And um, Mulgrave and High in the middle of a techno set just dropped uh, Kylie. And it went mad. Everyone was taking their shirts <laughs> off, like, and then back to techno straight away. No way. It just shows, like, uh, don't take it too seriously. Like, there are so many people who are just, like, house heads, just play house, like, 128 BPM all night long. Yeah. And like, just, you know, you just have a bit of fun. Like, I've been to some, like, techno nights as well. I've, like, okay, I've come here for the techno, but are you going to play, like, a bit of disco? Are you going to play something else a bit soon? It's, like... You know, th- those nights are great, but sometimes people get a little bit involved in them and just like, yeah. have fun. Yeah? yeah, I think as soon as the fun leaves the music, it, you know, as soon as, I think as soon as music becomes more about money than art, the whole magic is lost. And as well as I think when people start to get like uh, snotty and stubborn about certain stuff, like I only play techno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, only yeah. play this and I play literally nothing else. Or even worse, I only play a certain subgenre yeah. of house music. Like I only play deep house yeah. or I only play tech house or something. It's just like, okay, that's cool, but you're just not opening yourself up to the whole spectrum of music in general, let alone house music or techno, whatever. Just music in general, mm. right? Um, and that's what that's kind of one of the things I've kind of tried to keep in check with myself because, uh, yeah. Like, I'm a massive house music fan just because I love house music so much. Mm. Like when I hear house music, I just want to get up and start dancing and mixing some tunes. But then I, I will listen to like loads of other 
like new garage and I'll listen to like drum and bass and liquid and I'll listen to disco and I'll listen to like old soul and funk tunes, uh, all kinds of stuff. And I think mm. that's, you know, so it's so important for a DJ to be like that, to be kind of open minded. Yeah, I mean, I remember mixing a King Cruel tra- King Cruel track into yes. into a set once. I was like, "This is probably gonna work, maybe," <laughs> and it did. It, it went down really well, believe it or not. Yeah, I, that's you bring up a good point because not a lot of people take risks. I see a lot of DJs they play very safe sets, mm. and you know that might be okay, but no one ever comes away from that thinking, "Wow, that was really good." Mm. I want to. I don't mind putting a song on and it completely bombing mm-hmm. if but for the chances of it to go in and just like take the place crazy it's worth it to me it's if worth you've it. tried yeah yeah you absolutely. know like 90% of the crowd aren't going to listen to your mixing no. like we listen to mixing probably oh, like yeah. four or five hours a day like yeah. along whether you're watching boiler room set or whether you're mixing yourself uh-huh. or listening back to the mix you've recorded yeah like we overanalyze everything so we 100%. hear the things that people yeah. don't hear oh yeah absolutely um but w- if you take risks you know people aren't going to care they just want good tunes absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's all at the end of the day it's all about music yeah and nothing else if you if you look at dennis sort of like for an example like he i'm sure he can mix really well if he yeah. sits down in yeah. the studio and mixes but yeah. his live sets are not the cleanest they're not the most polished but they are incredible like his track selection yeah. if you just watch any of his like boiler rooms or circle sets or you know i think one of his i think he played ava festival i was online really and that set was just one of the best sets i've seen I, he actually played surrender wow in that, in that set wow. as well it's incredible yeah well i'm gonna have to stop you there brother because We've only got 30 seconds left of the show. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> the time flight, doesn't it? It does, It's crazy. Yeah. You start talking and 20 minutes goes by like nothing. Um, I can talk. And I just... Oh, man. It's good, though. <laughs> it's good as content, right? So I just want to say thank you so much for coming over all the way out to London to be on the show. It's been fantastic. Your mix is awesome. And the podcast will be out on Thursday. So... And it's out everywhere now. Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud. You've got no excuse. Thank so you from, so yeah. much. Yeah. No, thanks, man. Peace.